Hello everyone. I am your host Kaushal Patin, accompanied by my co-host Aditya and Mikhail. This is our third episode with our third new segment, Investor Folio. In this segment, we would majorly talk about strategy formation to strategy implementation, strategies from direct equity mutual fund to debt, from trading to long-term investment. You're listening to Dalal Street Talks, where we study the financial market. and discuss about the veteran investors on d street today we will start with all weather by ray dalio but first we will start with our market outlook as it is the first podcast of the month so i will start with the market outlook so as we know today's expiry was around 10550 and I personally believe that the next expiry would be thousand points up or thousand point down. I don't know the direction, but I see a very good breakout zone here near ten thousand six hundred. So today's closing of ten thousand five hundred fifty-one was about the Fibonacci resistance of ten thousand four hundred twenty-four. if it sustains above this level i think we can see a small up move in the in the coming weeks but as far as a longer uh, portion of time is concerned maybe one or two months i think there's going to be a downside in nifty uh, because the current uh, rally is not i don't think the current rally will sustain any more and the the indicators the rsi and stochastic indicators are currently on the overbought levels so i think in 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 maybe two months time frame we can see nifty touching levels of 9800 to 9500 hello everyone so before coming to technical uh, i would like to talk about the macros not in detail but uh, i feel the macro data is not looking very good so for a trader who wants to trade in the in this month or the next month will have to focus on the macro data as well because uh, markets needs one trigger to go from positive to negative so that is very important uh, that we uh, look upon the macro data so now coming to technical side so my analysis is done on the weekly time frame nifty spot chart and uh, i have two levels uh, on the upside as well as in, on the downside so which uh, which is on the upside i feel uh, 10600 to 10750 levels are the levels which i am close which for me which is a resistance zone and the on the downside or on the support zone uh 10100 and 10250 are the levels which i am looking as a demand zone uh how i am able to achieve this level uh, or spot this level is through the moving averages a uh, very simple concept uh i have taken three moving averages that is uh, 20 ema exponential moving averages 20 ema 50 ema and 200 ema so we know a basic concept of uh, concept of 200 ema that is if price is above 200 ema uh, we should uh, look for buying opportunities 
and if price is below 200 ema we should look for uh, selling opportunities so right now 20 ema as well as 200 emas from last two weeks two to three weeks nifty has able to sustain above this levels and right now 10550 levels the 50 ema is resist the 50 ema which is 10600 is the resistance for now or short term resistance if it's a crucial resistance so if nifty breaks about 10600 we can see 10750 levels in coming months and if nifty breaks the support zone which is around 10100 and 10250 then we should see or we should go for selling uh, selling opportunities in market there is one more concept that is uh, volatility index that is india vix uh, which is right now at 26.50 so when if i want to find out the extreme levels for this month uh with the help of india vix it comes to around 11360 on the upside and on the downside it comes to around 9700 levels so these are my observations for the coming month which is Uh, ten thousand six hundred to ten thousand seven fifty, and on the downside, ten thousand hundred is the zone. If it crosses below it, I will be looking for shorting opportunities. And the major or a very important thing is to understand to track the macro data, and then trade in the in in this month or the coming month. so now we conclude our market outlook and now we'll be discussing the major topic or the important topic of this podcast so aditya will start with it so i'll start us out by explaining what the all weather strategy is so before talking about the all weather strategy Uh, we should know about the creator of the strategy ray dalio so ray dalio is the founder of bridgewater associates which is the largest hedge fund in the world ray dalio is also the fund manager and the cio so, uh, as of april 2020 the current the aum of the fund stands at 138 billion for ah, the fund currently has three products pure alpha pure alpha major markets and the all weather strategy the first two pure alpha and pure alpha major market uh, are the flagship products of the of the hedge fund and they give around 18 to 21% have given around 18 to 21% cagr returns before fees for uh, for the past 10 to 20 years uh, but we are here to discuss about the all weather strategy which may not be as lackluster as the 18 and 20% returns but is nothing to scoff at uh, radio specifically designed this strategy to essentially track the broad market index of us which is the s&p 500 and eliminate the downside risk so the strategy i'll be presenting to you now is not the actual all weather portfolio but uh, a simplification of it for the retail investors so what happened is in 
ड्यूरिंग एन इंटरव्यू विथ टोनी रॉबिन्स रेड एल यू डिस्कलोज दिस स्ट्रैटेजी सो द ओरिजिनल स्ट्रैटेजी ही सेड यूजेज सम मोर सोफिस्टिकेटेड इंस्ट्रूमेंट्स विच आर ओनली अवेलेबल टू लार्ज इंस्टीट्यूशन लाइक हेच फंड एंड लेवरेज टू मैक्सिमाइज द रिटर्न so what he did was uh, gave a simplification of uh, his funds portfolio to tony robbins and when you backed uh, when he backtested that port- portfolio for the past 40 years that is from 1947 to 2013 the returns were around 9 to 9 and a half percent which which basically tracked the s&p 500 of 8 and a half to 9% returns but the the insane thing was that the worst loss that the portfolio faced in the past 40 years was 3.9% and there were only six times that the portfolio closed uh, the the annual returns of the portfolio were negative so out of 40 years only six times your returns were negative and the average loss was less than 1.5% so the allocation rate told tony robbins was of 30% stocks 15% intermediate term us bonds 40% long term us bonds 7.5% gold and 7.5% in commodities so at uh, at a first glance uh, hearing this portfolio it it sounds very absurd and very imbalanced uh, because 55% of it is in intermediate and long term debt 7.5% is in gold Seven and a half percent is in commodities, and the rest, thirty percent, are in stocks. So there is a lot of research and logic that goes behind this allo- this allocation. So what usually an equal allocation looks like is half of the money is in stocks and half of the money is in debt. But uh, when you look at it, most um, almost all of the volatility and risk of the portfolio will be controlled by stocks because obviously stocks are much more way more volatile than bonds or uh, gold or any other instrument. So what Ray Dalio did here was instead of allocating the funds, he allocated the risk equally. so what these five instruments do that uh, they even though they don't have the same amount. they have they they control the same risk of the portfolio so making it truly balanced and furthermore uh, redalio describes that there are four things that move the price of an asset which are inflation deflation rising economic growth and declining economic growth so these are four scenarios and in each of the scenario uh, some securities shine more than others for example in higher growth and higher inflation stocks and treasury linked and inflation linked bond bonds would do good uh, in lower and in higher inflation commodities would also do good uh, and in falling inflation bonds are the way to go so that's how uh, the four things are also covered in this portfolio making it truly balanced so what we have done is took this great portfolio and we have uh, tweaked it a little bit and adjusted a little bit for the indian market so mikhil will explain it further okay okay so the major motive of this all weather portfolio is that we are not focusing on beating nifty returns 
instead of reducing the portfolio volatility and risk during market crisis so we tested three different types of allocations where we found uh, so where we found a favorable allocation where we allocate 35% in equity 50% in debt and 15% in gold to be precise uh, in equity we have allocated in allocated our funds in nifty bees bank bees and junior nifty these are etfs why etfs because they don't ha- have exit loads so that we have freedom to rebalance our portfolio so in debt 15% is in bonds which are sbi ultra short and aditya billa sun life corporate bonds and rest 35% is in longer term debt fund that is icici guild fund in india we do not have any other commodity than gold to invest in a electronic form so we had to take gold as a commodity so we have 15% allocation in gold in the form of gold bees so further kaushal will cover the portfolio performance so talking about the return part we have taken a comparison of seven time frame so the all weather portfolio has beaten nifty in 10 and 5 year horizon but in 15 year horizon nifty has outperformed our all weather portfolio but as we know it's not our motto to outperform the nifty we majorly work on the downside risk so the 2008 crash where nifty has cracked down around 60% our all weather portfolio has been just given a negative return of 6% and other recent crash the covid crash pandemic crash was till date we are considering the nifty return till date which is around 10500 so the crash was 15% down but our all weather portfolio was just down by 4% and considering the stagnant phase the sideways phase of the nifty from october 10 to april 12 the nifty gave a return of negative 6% while our all weather portfolio has given a return of 9.14%. So these are the normal returns of the portfolio, but we can get a better age. We can increase the return on this portfolio by 100 to 200 basis point by taking a collateral margin. So how it works is, as we know, we have all debt and ETFs. So we can take a collateral against the funds or securities and we will get a capital to trade from so of course trading becomes a volatile game a risky game but as we know it's our free capital we can trade safe and make a little edge over the portfolio so that's all for the portfolio 